Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And uh, joining us on the, on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline from the v, v, VSCDA uh, Vintage Group, it is Mike Cornelli. Mike, welcome to the show, sir. Hi. Well, thank you. Great to be here. Yeah, and, and this is a pretty neat deal. Uh, you know, I just uh, I have not been. I was at the September Vintage races a couple weeks ago or a couple years ago, but you know, I have not been able to get out, out there every year. But this is a, a pretty pretty neat deal. So give us a background on on because there's there's usually three vintage events up at Road America, and this has uh, been called the Fall Vintage and, and other names. But give us uh, some background on the, the the Fall Vintage race up at Road America. Well, uh, VSCDA, which is the Vintage Sports Car Drivers Association, <clears throat> has been doing the event for um, 30, this is our 35th year. So it's the Elkhart Lake Vintage Festival. Festival. Um, and uh, it, it runs the gamut. Typically, uh, last year was uh, an extraordinary year. We had, I think, something like 430 around that uh, cars. Typically, our typical year is about 325. And that ranges anything from pre-war, you know, cars uh, almost into their teens, uh, certainly 20s and 30s, uh, up into including Formula One cars. So it's a it's a it's a large gamut of uh, of cars. I mean, obviously the small British sports cars. We have the um, you know typical I'll call them pony cars, which is our Group Six um, open wheel. You know, indie type cars. Uh, so we we have a, a large group. We have about ten about ten different race groups, and um, we run um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And we have uh, um, we also have in conjunction with that we have uh, normally up to the back lawn of the off top, which is a, an invitation only concourse, um, and we normally do a, a road course reenactment, which is a police escorted, um, cool. and it's a Race cars can join in, and the public can join in, and we would do the entire road course circuit. This year, the, the village has declined to uh, allow us to do that just because of COVID. They're nervous. Understandable. So uh, we won't be doing that this year, unfortunately. But we do have touring that spectators can, can join in on for a modest $50. You get to, you get to drive the, drive the, road, the uh, race course at moderate speeds nobody gets to nobody gets to race or they're done um in the, the saturday at late afternoon and evening is the concourse i talked about and this year it will be instead of on normally it's on the very nice groomed grounds of the ossoff resort um last year we got rained out so we had to do it in the in parking lot across the street at the ossoff parking lot and that's what will be this year and um we have some nice music there uh, for a few hours. And it's just an opportunity for our, our drivers and crew to come and relax a little bit. And then we, we have a banquet uh, Saturday evening, which is, is open to the public. Um, this year, David Hobbs is our uh, is our guest. We do an honored guest every year. 
and David Hobbs is our guest this year. So um, it's there's a little bit for everybody. Uh, whether you like you know a little bit more modern F1, you know the pre-war, uh, if, if you if you like the, the Mustang Camaro wars, if you like uh, the sports racers, that's uh, really strong in, in SCCA. Um, but it's a um, it's a it's a we try to make it a family friendly event even for the racers. Um, but if somebody hasn't made up to Road America, it's a, it's a fabulous facility. Um, I mean, you get people. We normally draw from I'm going to say about 23 states and a couple of foreign countries. Um, I don't know where it's at this year, um, and I think our car count could be down a little bit, but not bad. Um, obviously, Wisconsin hasn't been hit quite as hard as some other areas. So. And a lot of races have been canceled, so there are a lot of guys that are really anxious to go out there, and we're doing our best to practice all the safe, uh, safe COVID stuff that we can. Um, so it's it's a it's a great event for spectators. The track is a, it's a very spectator-friendly uh, facility, like 600 acres. So you, you you can find a spot almost anywhere to watch from any corner, or any hill, any bank. Uh, sure. And there's, there's there's good seating all over the place, and Spectators can come wander through the paddock um, and look at the cars. I mean, normally the drivers are more than happy to tell you their whole life story about the car. <laughs> uh, typical car guys. <clears throat> so it's a it's a it's a real nice event. Uh, it's a little bit little bit smaller than the live event, uh, but this year probably will be close. Um, so we're excited well, Mike, to be here again. Mike, it's uh, Jeff. And uh, speaking of uh, the car owners. Can you give us uh, some background on the average vintage car owner in the VSCBA and perhaps talk about your restoration of the Group uh, 44 Cup car? Um, yeah, I, I think, actually, you know, we, we, we joked about it because, you know, the average vintage racers, you know, might be in its 60s, although we're, we're starting to see, which is really nice, uh, you know, I talked about being family-friendly, um, we've got a number, at least a half a dozen over the last couple of years of, uh, drivers and most of them are daughters, actually, you know, their fathers race, now they're racing. So, uh, we're seeing younger people get out there and it, it actually is, you know, people go, oh, racing is so expensive. You know, um, the thing we talk about vintage racing is, um, you know, you can be anywhere out there and as long as you're dicing with somebody having fun and you're living the dream. Um, it doesn't have to cost that much money. It just doesn't. Um, yeah, if you want to be up front and you want to run a Formula One car, forget it. I mean, that's a, a massive amount of money. But if you want to run a, a, a typical, you know, smaller production-type car and want to be in the middle of a pack somewhere having fun, um, you can you can do that. There are guys that run the same set of tires all year, and, you know, you, you know if you don't get something that's a big gas guzzler, well, that, that saves you money. And <clears throat> so... Um, there's all kinds of guys. There's guys that are very serious up front, and it is serious racing. Don't, don't just because of vintage, it's serious racing. Um, you know, and the guys in the pack are quite as serious, and the guys in the back maybe don't have a big budget, but they're out there and they're living their dream. They're they're on the track and they're competing. And, and nine times out of ten, you can find somebody to dice with, and that's what's fun. And it doesn't you know if if you're all about first place or else, you probably shouldn't be in vintage racing. Um, just because, you know, if, if you're, if you're, if you do metal to metal contact, uh, you, you know, you're going to go to driver's committee and you're going to have to explain yourself, uh, because, you know, hard racing is one thing, overly aggressive with metal contact, very much frowned on, very much. So, 
Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, um, I do a lot of different projects, and right now I'm just about finished up with uh, um, the Group 44. Um, you know, if people know who Bob Tooley is from Group 44 Racing, is Bob won. Oh my goodness! Uh, I don't know five SEC championships, two Trans Am championships. He took uh, he took Jaguar back to Lamar and won class. I think after um, like almost a twenty five or thirty year hiatus. Most people didn't know that at the end of Bob's career, um, he self funded a, a, a NASCAR team. And um, interestingly enough, um, Jim Seller. In 1989, ran the half season about um, for Bob, um, and his best finish was ninth at Watkins Glen. Uh, and so, for a, a new team that self-funded, that wasn't bad. Uh, um, Jim did a great job uh, of um, being able to pull that off at ninth place. I think he started. I don't remember. It might have been 20 something. I, I don't exactly remember. Uh, so the car is um, is just about complete. I had actually got it fired up, and there was a Souter family racing car show was it last weekend, and uh, put it on the trailer, took it up, and, and showed it off. And the, you know, the Souter family was there, and they, and they mainly appreciated it. Uh, they were kind of shocked that anybody would, would uh, you know, t- take the time and effort to restore one of their dad's cars. But it was about Jim Souter. I'm from Wisconsin. I'm, you know, I'm only a few miles from the Slinger track, so I can hear him qualifying. Uh, so it was about. It was about um, you know Jim Seller, the Wisconsin history, but also about Bob Tulis because I I know Bob because I, I built a uh, one of his um, his Group 44 E type um, race car that he won the championship in '75 with. It's now in a museum in England, so I raced that for about 20 years. So that's kind of how I got to know Bob. So it's just kind of a, a neat little piece of um, of Wisconsin history and, and Group 44 history because that turned out to be the last. Um, the last race car ever raced by Group 44 Racing, and they were in business for, I think, like 35 years or something. Pretty long time. So it's kind of neat. I think it's going to end up going down to uh, Daytona, and Bob has a hangar down there where he has some IMSA GTP cars, and I think maybe it's going to sit on display down there because he has groups come in that, um, you know, well, he he was in Motorsports Hall of Fame, I think, two years ago. He got inducted two or three years ago. So uh, he still does have tours of people that come in and uh, want to see some of his cars and his airplanes <laughs> and uh, let, you know, just listen to Bob talk about his history because he's got a very long history in racing at a lot of different venues. So, um, yeah, that's that one's almost done. It's on to the next. <laughs> so uh, We're talking with Mike Cornelli of the Vintage uh, Sports Car Drivers Association and their, their event, uh, the Vintage uh, Fall Festival coming up here September 18th through the 20th at Road America, and uh, you're you're doing a co-sanction this year at the event. And uh, is that something uh, that we may see in the future? Or is that because of the COVID epidemic? Is this helping out with uh, with organizations kind of grouping together, helping each other out? How did that come about? Well, it's it's kind of interesting. I I like anything with wheels, you know. In my early days, of course, I was doing muscle car stuff, and and. Uh, I, I kind of got hooked on Jaguars, and and actually Dave Hanton, who runs HSR um, organization, he's East Coast. Dave's out of Florida. I knew David uh, because he's a Brit, and he he loves Jaguars, and he used to race a, a Jag. So we we would see each other at Jag functions, but also at the track. and And he had given me a call, and because of the COVID, um, he was getting hammered. He didn't he didn't have events. 
and he was trying to fill in his schedule as, you know, event after event got canceled. And um, he suggested that, you know, could we somehow work together? And I said, absolutely. Um, you know, we, we're, we're all vintage people, and, and you know, I want to see the HSR stay successful also. So um, <clears throat> they're, then they're a little bit um, lean more towards a little bit newer, more powerful cars. Our Group 9 is where where we have our, you know, maybe, a, you know, 80s and 90s Trans Am cars and things like that, or a GTP car would be in there. And HSR does have more of those types of cars, so we'll probably see more of those than normal, I would think, this year. Um, and we are doing, uh, um, we're doing some special, where we always do special races. Um, we have the Cup races, uh, which is the, the, the Kimberly Cup, the Sheldon Cup, and the Elkhart Lake Cup. And those are in reference to the races that were held when they still drove around the streets of Elkhart Lake. Um, and, um, that, and that's, it's different because for the, for the racers, um, you know, you're always in your one group, your race group two. Well, now in a, in a cup race, you might be racing with guys from group two, guys from group eight, maybe guys from group uh, three. So you get to race against people you don't normally get to race against, and it's all done strictly on time. Um, and, and if you break out, you're done. <laughs> it's like drag racing. That's kind of where I got the idea. Okay. Honest with you. Sure. Um, and the drivers love it because they get to race against other people, and they know, uh, you know, they know it may be like a 15-second uh, time difference in one race in the, in the Sheldon Cup, for example. And if you know, sometimes in your race group, you might be, you know, 50 seconds or something slower than the front guy, but now you're not. Now you know you're only going to be 15 seconds different. So, and sometimes guys that are mid pack in their race group all of a sudden become front pack in the cup races. So, um, that's, that's really popular. It's, it's interesting and different to watch. We do the same thing for the open wheel guys. And on Friday uh, afternoon, we do a one hour enduro race, which is, five or six different groups out there at the same time. And then this year, because we're having a lot of bigger bore uh, cars, we're going to do an enduro. The last race on Sunday is going to be an enduro for the, for the big horsepower guys, um, which could be anything from a, a GTP car to a, a, a Trans Am car or a Camaro or a Corvette or something like that. The big, the bigger displacement horsepower guys. Mm-hmm. So we, we run a wide variety of, of races. So you can't, you just, you know, you can't run out of interesting things to watch, that's for sure. And, so, I mean, they're all in the paddock there, and, and uh, you can, you know, walk right up and look at the cars. And, yeah, I'm sure if the drivers there, you ask questions, they're only too happy to tell you how fast they thought they were. <laughs> Very <laughs> good. We're talking with Mike. We're talking with Mike Cornelli and the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Uh, the VSCDA, of course, coming up, the 2020 Elkhart Lake Vintage Festival 35. That's September 18th through the 20th at Road America. Make sure you get up there. It should be a neat event. And uh, racing isn't done just yet in the state of Wisconsin. So uh, it's a great event to go up to and check it out. And, of course, at picturesque uh, Road America, what better way to spend a fall uh, weekend. So, Mike, we certainly appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule. And uh, looking forward to seeing you in a couple weeks. Well, thanks so much. It was fun to share what information I can share with your listening viewers about how great Road America is and how much fun VSCD is to be out there. And by the way, it's not that expensive. 
get an old car and come out and play. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.